Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Mick was an armed robber. Two jail terms. But how did it all start for Mick? Well, he shares his story and the radical event that changed his life. Well, uh, growing up, I grew up in Northcote. And uh, uh, for me, it was, uh, it was just uncomfortable. My father was a chronic alcoholic. And him and my mother uh, fought uh, continually. Yeah. So I've never blamed my parents. That's just where they were at. But um, for us as kids, uh, the home was uh, very uncomfortable. So wow. we didn't spend much time at home. We'd just come home and sort of have something to eat and zip out onto the streets. And that's where I found the, uh, uh, friends and comfort. And where I fit in was on the streets with the other kids. How old were you at that stage? At that stage, I was probably about uh, probably about twelve when I started to sort of. You said you you found other kids and you found comfort. What 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 were you doing? What were they all doing? Well, uh, at that time, on the streets uh, with all the kids, uh, would be playing like most kids would play football and cricket. But, but I just found like a little group of of kids that were similar to me. Uh, we just wander off and just sort of like most kids, we'd just sort of uh, you know just just wander around the streets and. Um, I just found that uh, you know we were breaking into cars and, and breaking into shops at night and uh, stealing cars and just doing all these little petty crimes. I just it sort of was just normal and natural at that point. And where did that lead to? Well, that uh, led. It was just a progression from there. Uh, you know, petty crime, experimenting with uh, pot, smoking pot, drinking alcohol, and uh, that just progressed for the next. Uh, well, for the rest of my life, actually, but uh, it progressed to uh, speed, heroin. Uh, there was no advertisement then on uh, the effects of drugs. It was all, all new. Yeah. And the day I had a shot was the day I believe I became addicted for the next 22 years. 22 years. I, I, I used for the next 22 years consistently, and I tried to make sure that I didn't go without. I lived for heroin. I was consumed with heroin. And that's what I lived and, and that's what I got out of bed for. I uh, didn't work, had no relationships, no life skills. My life was just a pursuit of crime and heroin for the next 22 years. What about schooling? Did you go to school at all? Yeah, I went to school uh, for brief periods. I didn't like school, didn't fit into school. I felt dumb, I felt stupid. So I, I really I really didn't go, although I went and I wasn't there. But uh, they actually asked me to leave school when I was 15. Uh, which I accepted, and uh, uh, there was no problems there. So, yeah, at 15, I left school, and I was virtually straight into uh, petty crime on the streets. Uh, like I said, stealing cars, breaking yeah. into houses, getting money for drugs, speed, pot, whatever I could get at that point. How did you end up in jail? Uh, I ended up, uh, well, went through a series of uh, the process of, of boys' homes, a few, few stints in boys' homes. But uh, as I, I grew a bit older, and started using heroin more. Um, the crimes got got more. I ended up uh, being, I could say, a habitual armed robber, and that, that's what I did. I'd run in on drug dealers. Uh, I'd, I'd run in, in on restaurants and, and all sorts of places doing armed robberies. So the first stint in jail, I got uh, 10 years here in Melbourne for a series of armed robberies here in Melbourne. Right. And um, yeah, that was back in uh, 19... 1982, I and went you, to jail here in Pentridge Prison. Did you do the full term? Yeah, I did. I did six years out of the out of the ten years, and um, got released. I used consistently in prison. There's plenty of drugs in prison. There's, there's you know, 
to try and cover that up. But uh, yeah, use consistently. Got out and uh, you virtually went straight back onto the heroin. That, that's all I knew. That's all I loved, really. Yeah. And uh, it was the only thing that actually took away the pain yep. that I was, I was feeling. And then what happened? Did it just Upon repeat release? itself? Yeah. Yeah, well, I got released here in Melbourne and started using straight away and got straight back into crime, doing petty crime and uh, all sorts of things. I actually went to visit uh, my brother up in Queensland and I ended up staying up there. And, and uh, while I was up there, I started selling heroin in a big way and uh, ended up getting arrested for selling two ounces to an undercover up there in Queensland. Right. Got sentenced to another eight years in prison. Six years of that up there in Queensland. Uh, used again consistently. While you were uh, inside? Yeah, while I was inside, yeah, used consistently. It's that easy to get a... Well, I, well, I, I had a good source. I was getting, I was getting, uh, getting a fair bit, and um, I had a good source in there. How could you pay for it, though? Um... Well, you know, the guys, they, 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 have, they have phones, they, they get their friends outside to, you know, put yeah. money into accounts and things like that. Wow. And so what happened then after that stint? Okay, so I got released from uh, prison up there into a, a Salvation Army drug rehab and uh, Christian-based rehab. Now, I'm, I'm not, I'm, at this point, I'm not a Christian, I'm, I'm not a believer. Yep. But I had an understanding that there was a God. Who is he? I had no idea at that point. But in this Christian-based rehab, God began to work on my heart. And uh, I, that, I, that was just uh, a brief. But at, in the end, I'd done 12 years in prison. I'd used heroin consistently for 22 years. I was hard. I was angry. I was hurting on the inside. And I need to change, didn't know how to change. Tried everything, saw doctors, psychologists, counsellors. Now I'm in the rehab. God's working on my heart in this rehab, and uh, I needed to cry. But I wouldn't allow myself to cry because, uh, you know, I was hard and, and hurting. Yeah. And one day in the rehab, I just walked into my bedroom, and I called out to God. I said, God, I've had enough of life. I don't know if you're real, but if you're real, let me cry. That's all I said. Really? And uh, why did I say that? Well, I knew I needed to cry because of the emotional pain I was, I was feeling. Yeah. I didn't know any salvation prayer, didn't know what else to pray. But when I said that, bang, the floodgates opened and the tears poured for the first time. Wow. As I cried, then I knew God was real. And I said this, God, my life's in your hands. When I said that, I experienced forgiveness of sins. I was healed from heroin addiction, healed from hepatitis C. And bang, I was changed in an instant. Wow. And, um, yeah. That's extraordinary. Yeah, well, the, the next the next 16 years is, is even better. I'll, I'll share with you. When, 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 I got it, when I got saved, I just had, I had a real strong knowing and a strong understanding that I'd never use again and that I was going to preach. And uh, someone would say, well, how do you know that? Well, God just showed me it, and I had a knowing that was... Uh, that I've never ha never had before, and uh, what happened was I'd, I walked out of the the room, not not fully understanding what had happened, but knew God had touched me, and but not understanding everything about it. And I came out of the, out of that room to all the other addicts and alcoholics, and I was grabbing them by the scruff, and saying I will never use again, and telling them to call out to God. Well, what happened? They all thought I was off my head, and they started to, in a sense, segregate me. I went yeah. back into the bedroom. I said, God, what's going on? He spoke to me. He said, read the Bible. 
I went and got the Bible, opened it up, and I read this word. He said, if you confess me before man, I'll confess you before my Father who is in heaven. If you deny me before man, I'll deny you before my Father who is in heaven. As I read that word, the word boomed through me. God was speaking to me, and then for the next eight years, he just cut me loose preaching everywhere. Uh, rehabs, AA meetings, NA meetings, wow. churches, and on the streets. And uh, the, my real joy was the streets, and um, that's what I used, I, I used to love doing. That's Mick and part one of his story. If you have an addiction and you need help, then call the Salvos right now on 13 Salvos. Light and life. The Salvos Weekly Radio Show.